Hey, what's up? You are listening to Cheers to Beers. I'm your host, Jess Keller-Poole. Back in it, trying my best to get some episodes in the feed for you guys. But um, this one actually isn't a Cheers to Beers episode. Shauna and I, my co-host, Shauna Cormier, co-founder of Seattle Beer School. This is the Seattle Beer School podcast, by the way. Um, Shauna and I were guests on the Grit and Grain podcast, which is based down in and hosted by Matt, Ron, and Sean, and recorded live. I mean, it isn't all recording live, but it, live in front of a studio audience at the Parkway Tavern in Tacoma. In fact, one of the hosts who wasn't with us for this episode, Sean, is the owner of Parkway Tavern, the best bar in Tacoma. Not that I've done a ton of bar hopping in Tacoma, but it's where I go every single time I'm in town there. So we had such a good time. Grit and Grain podcast, like I said, Tacoma-based and is a part of Channel 253, uh, also engineered by Doug from 253. Channel 253 is a small network of local podcasts hosted by community members and leaders dedicated to keeping the city of Tacoma and the surrounding areas connected and engaged while also promoting diversity, progress, and positive change. You can check it out by going to Channel 253.com. Check out the other shows on there. Really great engineering, really great people a part of that. I just love seeing... Uh, a podcast network or any media, you know, collective that is focused on community. And it's always a little bonus when it's about beer too. So today I am dropping in the feed our episode that we did with Grit and Grain. And it was super fun. Literally could have talked to those dudes all night. And we did chat with them. We hung out for a little while afterwards, but you know, on the record. Um, So yeah, you guys enjoy. Here is our episode with the Grit and Grain podcast. This, this is, is Channel 253. Beep, boop, boop, boop. On this episode of the Grit and Grain podcast. Actually, something we talk a lot about in our tastings in our classes is how much um, environment affects how yes. you experience something and how if it's your first time having a beer and like you are not in a good place or you're hanging with people that you don't like, like it's probably going to taste bad. But yeah. if oh, you... Totally are hanging out with your best friends and you're traveling or it's vacation, it's summertime in Seattle, whatever, like you could have the worst beer ever and it's still going to taste good to you. So it's Heck like, yeah. Yeah. did you know channel two, five, three is member supported? I'm producer Doug Mackey and I hope you will show your support by going to channel two, five, three.com slash membership and join. Thank you. Welcome to the Grit and Grain podcast, where we explore and celebrate the craft beer industry, community, and history in Tacoma, Washington, and surrounding Pacific Northwest areas. Thank you so much for hanging out. Let's get to it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Grit and Grain podcast, coming to you guys from the historic Parkway Tavern in Tacoma, Washington. Uh, my name is Matt McLaren. I'm here, of course, with Ron Swarner. Well, hello. How's it going, Ron? Great. Good. <laughs> this is episode 52. It is, yeah. This is, uh, this is awesome. And we have an uh, awesome fucking set of guests to cap off this year. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been listening every single week for a year straight now. It's been crazy and awesome. And uh, yeah, thank you. As always, if you're free on Wednesday afternoons to come and hang uh, while we're recording at the Parkway Tavern, it's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, you can come and try fun beers, <laughs> which I'm about to pour, uh, while I tell everybody who's going to be here. So our guests today uh, are two badass women in this industry, 
Um, we've talked about them before, uh, particularly in recent news. One of one of them was uh, just awarded one of the most recent advanced Cicerone certifications in Washington. Uh, but our guests today are Shauna and Jess from Seattle Beer School. Hey. Hi, guys. Thanks for having us. Howdy Absolutely. ho. Thank you guys so much for coming down. Thank you. Um, no, no, thank you. I was like pumped that you guys were agreed to. Do, you guys agreed to do this, and I've listened to your guys' podcast. Uh, cheers to beers, and it's uh, you know you guys are way better at this than us. Um, it's all jazz. But it's yeah. Uh, yeah, man. This is like great, and you guys have done so much, and are like connected in a hundred ways to this community and uh, to all of the people that we have talked to or talked about for the past year. So it's actually a really cool like capstone episode for the year yeah. uh so yeah thanks for rolling thank <laughs> you that's so sweet uh are you i guess before we get into it what are you guys drinking great oh. question i'm glad you asked i have no do idea you, do you want to guess i mean you know style wise but think about what i would choose for you yeah you i mean is it blind pig close what is it pliny <laughs> <laughs> double dry hop pliny. double dgh <laughs> So fancy I mean, honestly, this is dream. This mm -hmm. is desert island beer. So this is, you know, you Absolutely. know me. You know me well. Pliny is yeah. desert island beer. Pliny, Pliny, yeah. Blind pig for me. Blind, yeah, it's it's a toss up. Yeah. Okay. I know. There's a lot of shade being thrown at Pliny these days. I guess when like, you're the best. <laughs> or like all of a sudden folks get access to it in Washington State and they're like, old news. It's really it's not, not that cool good anymore. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have a really soft spot for Bigfoot. Love Seattle Nevada Bigfoot. Oh, word, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I freaking want to carry that flag. Yeah, it's a shame Sean is not here for this one. No. <laughs> You're also on record uh, with your celebration love. Oh, oh yes. yeah. I mean, yeah. You say you're gonna die on the big. I don't know if you hill. can tell by that sound. But it's yeah. really a celebration hill yeah. for me. Yeah, I feel like that's a that's a crush. I I looked around. There's, there aren't any. There aren't, and there shouldn't be. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I thought it'd be fun. It would be. You know what's funny? Yeah. I did see it a six pack. It would be for science. It would yeah. be for yes. science. Yeah. Wait, we did. Didn't I? I found one in the back of my you, fridge. You like, did. Almost a year old. Well, it was like nine months old, and I was like, here we go. How was it? You know, it wasn't awful. <laughs> Because Sierra Nevada is so they got good those at packaging. DOs down. Yeah. Like zero DO. Zero, zero DO? Zero DO. Zero DO. It's like a really good clue. This is going to be RJ's favorite episode. Yeah. <laughs> Not only does it work for Sierra Nevada, but uh, DO discussions are his favorite types of discussions. As niche as you could get. Just talking yeah. about freaking DO levels. So thank you for having us on your packaging podcast. Yeah, that is. That's about all I know. That's what we want to talk about much. today yeah. is uh, bottle and canning oh, yeah. techniques. Yeah. <laughs> So what you do is you pour it in from one vessel to another, <laughs> and then you seal it with a thing. Uh, for people listening who uh, don't understand the nerd word, DO is uh, short for dissolved oxygen. Uh, it's a measurement for generally how long your beer lasts in a package <laughs> before it gets all cardboardy and gross. Uh, yeah, which is <laughs> you guys should be here every week. Yeah, uh, don't talk, but not thirty minutes. Know, not yeah. thirty minutes late. Yeah, first sound Sorry. effect. I know, just for sound effect and like expert yeah. commentary. Yeah, <laughs> lots of do commentary. <laughs> How long has Seattle uh, Beer School been around? Uh, well, you started it before me. I started it before you, you but it. it didn't. <laughs> you started it, but it didn't thrive until you came. Yeah, around. so, so it's been two thousand. I think I started two thousand seventeen because I was pregnant with my okay. my eldest, who's five and a half now. So I think I started it a little before then, but in earnest, we when we met, which was two thousand eighteen, eighteen, yeah, nineteen, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how did, so how did you guys? Like, how did you guys connect and then realize, like, oh, shit, we should be doing this together? 
Oh, we know that the moment. Yeah, we have a pretty good origin story. Yeah. So we used to work at a brewery together, and I was working there for a little bit before Shauna got hired on, and I just remember being so stoked because I was watching, I was bartending when her interview was happening, and someone told me that she was a certified Cicerone, and I was like, oh, we're going to have someone on like the taproom staff that's certified Cicerone? At this Fellow point, nerd. I wasn't. <laughs> so I was just stoked about that, so I just like loved her immediately. I didn't know that part. Oh, you you never told me that part. Oh, well, there you go. True love, baby. Um... <laughs> And but I feel like our true bonding moment was we were scheduled to work Halloween night together, and I already had it in my head that I wanted to be Wendy from The Shining, Wendy Torrance. Yes, mm-hmm. and, sweet. Um, <laughs> but I was just like gonna go as her, which no one would get. So I asked Shauna if she would be Jack, <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately said yes. yes it was incredible, awesome. and you did killer makeup and hair. You somehow made a widow's peak. It was great, yeah. um, yeah. and still no one knew who we were. I don't know why Listen, I saw it. <laughs> you can't explain if you don't know who the Torrances are. You can't help them. Yeah, <laughs> and then I did make the mistake of putting on the shining um, on the screen. I was like, because maybe if people see it, they're gonna get it. Yeah. Um, it was an all-ages tap room, so that was a mistake. I don't know why I thought that was okay. <laughs> that was Halloween. The kids so were trick-or-treating. The fucking right. story. And, yeah. I mean, like, and honestly, not even for the violence, because there's not a ton of violence in that film. It's just like more so like nudity and other issues. It's bizarre. It's, General horror. It's upsetting. Yeah. It's very upsetting. Yeah. yeah. Just nightmare fuel. Uh, and, and, yes, exactly. And that's where the nightmare started a dream. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Did uh, the, the brewery uh, bathroom door make it? It did actually make it through. Okay, yeah, it good. did. It did. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. We didn't we made yeah, one of them. Nice. I did have an axe on. You did have an axe. Well, it was made out of plastic, but you did have an axe. But I'm very strong. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Shauna. Here's Shauna. Exactly. I tried we worked we did the best we could. And it was so then after we that did. we started talking about like how much you wanted to do like events and um, education stuff, and we just kind of bonded over being nerdy, I think. A hundred percent, that's what it was. Um, And then we started teaching classes um, or, like, hosting tastings at this brewery, Um, and then we both ended up leaving, and from there, it was, like, the leaving point. I was like, well, you're leaving, and I don't want to do these classes without you, and you have the Seattle Beer School, so, like, what if I just do that with you, and I also leave this brewery? (laughs) And we just do this instead. I mean, like, we did have to have other jobs, but... Yeah, it was. It's always been a side hustle, like yeah, a sure. side side thing, which is ideal. I, I mean, I don't. I, I like it that way. I do too, because then it's like you know the phrase, um, like "do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life." I think that's. Word. Uh, <laughs> it's it's tough though, because then all of a sudden you start not liking the things that you did love, because now you have to do it, or else you can't eat. Um, <laughs> so, like, this is ideal. So, having it as a side situation is Come great because. My dreams. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. So we can keep the passion alive and keep the excitement alive. So when we have a Seattle Beer School event, it's like something I'm looking forward to in my week instead of being like, this is what I am waking up and having to do every day, like log in, check emails, blah, blah, blah. Um, we do a lot of checking well, of emails. There's, there's a decent amount of emails <laughs> to look through, but you, you know what I'm saying. It's not yeah, like yeah. office job situation. Yeah. yeah. So I think that does work for us. And you're not going to starve if you skip an email for a day? Yes. <laughs> all right. Yes. How does Cheers to Beers podcast play into all this? So that was a podcast I had started before I knew Shauna. Um, I started it just as a beer lover. I moved up to Seattle from California in 2013, and I really fell in love with the beer scene up here and started just like trying to find a creative outlet of how to do that. And I had I had in my head that I wanted to work in beer, 
So I was like, okay, well, how about I just start doing my own thing and then find my way into it otherwise? Um, so I kind of just started doing it as a hobby. Eventually, finally got my foot in the door, started working in this industry. And then I had, I don't even know if I like had you as an official guest. I don't think there was ever a point where I interviewed you. I think I was just like, do you want to co host this with me? Because something happened. What? I can't remember the first episode. I can't either. I impressed you. You did. <laughs> and I just feel like there's, you know, maybe you two can relate to having, having a host is really great because one, you have someone to banter with and bounce off of, but when one person lulls, the other person can kind of pick up. Totally. So it just yeah. makes the process so much easier. And it was like, we already got along so well and had a really good rapport. So I was like, dude, if you got in on this with me, it'd make my life easier, honestly. Um, We're also very different. Yes, so like, I, I do we, think that helps. We like vibe well and we get each other. Like sure, we yeah. always the the gift that we use all the time is like the mind reader. Yeah, like yeah. Like we're just like I think it's same, like from She-Ra same. or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but we're also different. Like our personalities are different. Mm. Like we handle things differently. We but have different like, strengths. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so and then it was just kind of like a no-brainer to then just loop it into the Seattle Beer School brand because it was like we're already doing this. People associate the two of us as Seattle Beer School. Let's just like make this all one thing because it didn't really make sense to have like a third entity existing that was a beer-associated hobby but not a part of what we were doing. Sure. So mm -hmm. it was just like yeah. let's just blend this all together. Yeah. yeah, I mean they tie in so well, and like, yeah, it makes so much sense that you know, if you don't come to a class, here's access to some knowledge that we're throwing out anyway. Absolutely. Like, yeah. you know, from these people that we're talking to who are like behemoths in this industry. Uh, yeah, some of you guys' guests have been like yeah. amazing to listen to. And <laughs> I mean, a lot of that was not even us too. It was just people kind of making it happen for us. So we yeah. were just that's the in best that way. way to do it that. Is. It's amazing what will Shout happen. Shout out to Phaedra. <laughs> Amazing what will happen if you just like ask someone. Like I'm always really nervous, yeah. and maybe I'm like, like I won't send send. I won't like push send for a minute, and then I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? Like if I yeah. ask someone, right? What are they going to be mean? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> and it, even if they are, that's when you just dismiss it, and it's like, okay, cool. Like not dealing with that. Person Didn't want to talk yeah. to you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I totally of feel that. It's like asking somebody to like to the dance or something. Yeah, that's totally. Yeah. What you want to like be on my podcast? You don't want to be rejected, right? Or yeah. like, do you want to help? You know, like want to be guest star on one of our events or classes? It's mm. like, what if they say no? And it's like, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. Who have been some of your favorite guests on the podcast? Yep. Oh man, great question. I mean, I think the, these this past series we did it was like kind of a mini series of two different episodes where we got to talk to some of the women at Yakima Chief Hops, and then we got to talk to Terry Farendorf of Pink Food Society. So I think that was just, a great yeah, one. just talking Jeez, to yeah. like really influential women in the industry was really rad. And just to get perspective from different parts of the industry that we aren't necessarily a part of, like, um, you know, we're not, we don't work in hops. We're not hop farmers. We don't, that whole thing is like a world I'm not super familiar with. Um, so it was just like good to get perspective, but then also feel the solidarity of women in beer too. Totally. Um, so I think that was really fun. And then I think selfishly, I just always enjoy a time that we're just talking to one of our friends because it's easy <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, there's not the stress or formality of feeling like, okay. And now it's like this person I don't know. And you have to be like this, this and that when yeah, you can just like, we've had some awkward moments in podcast too, where word. we kind of like had to pivot a little bit and be like, oh, that is not how I thought this was going to go. Yeah. Um, that's when you just fix it in post. Yes. Uh, yes. Like people saying things that you're like, wow, you said that out loud. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Right. I, uh -oh. I don't know if we've run into that. It would be our co-host over anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's usually three of us. You know, and it's like, it's, 
you know, we like to drink to, when we're recording. We work in an industry that's based in alcohol, too. So it's like sometimes people just get like a little loose, too. And you're just like, oh, OK, well, <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. And I just always have to, like, you know, assure someone like I'm not going to make you sound like an idiot. If you yeah. go on a tangent and be like, why did I just say that? I'm going to cut it. I'm never going to, like, expose you. Sure. For, yeah, like, you yeah. I, I mean, I she does all the work. I'm like, I just babble essentially <laughs> and it's good though it's, it's, it's always just like blah, 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 blah. but you do all the work so it's it's your baby and I'm just happy to help hold it and nurture it no I appreciate and it give it give it my bosom <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought the pink boots one with Terry was so cool because she's like it's awesome to listen to somebody who's like who starts a thing that ends up being fucking huge yeah and yes. then they're like she like immediately acknowledged that she couldn't contribute the way that she wanted to anymore. Mm-hmm. And she was like leaving it to like the next generation. That's like real grown up shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it it's was, like, it's crazy here to talk about that. I was really, I wasn't, I never, I've met her, but I had never asked her questions. And I made, a, I made a lot of assumptions about pink boots mm-hmm. sure. that weren't fair. And sure. I, when, once I started chatting with, like we were asking her questions and I was just like, Oh my God, like this is, I obviously didn't think anything ill or like, you know, Pink Boots is obviously amazing, but yeah. I've made a lot of assumptions and like, it, it's so cool when have an honest conversation with someone and like, I had no, I didn't know any of, so many of the things that she talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Which is and so cool. It's just like, it's human nature to automatically have these biases and opinions on things. Right. And, but if you are just in your own head about it or with someone that immediately agrees with your opinion, it's just kind of like a feedback mm-hmm. that's just going and going. Mm-hmm. And then you're not actually like being exposed to the truth or any other perspective. And that's super important when it comes to anything like journalism, media related, but definitely eye opening for us. Like we were stoked to talk to her, but I had some reserves too. I was kind of like ready to be a little, well, well tough. Yeah. Sure. We were both a little on like a little yeah. bit. Like, okay, we have some tough questions to ask. Yeah, yeah and yeah. she received About them. inclusivity, you know, and it was yes. not, it was received with such grace. And, and we didn't even have to ask because it was no. just brought up. And, yeah. like, the awareness of that organization, of Terry right. specifically, is outstanding. For sure. Yeah. Did you have tough questions for Brandon at Bottle Works? <laughs> Speaking of good vibes, we have, we have tough questions for him. All the you time. know what? Those vibes are whack. Those so. vibes are whack. Wow, nice. um, but the, in the beer section is all right. Um, that's it's funny that you bring that up. Uh, that's I don't know. I don't know how many of y'all been following this it's, saga. It's like twenty four oh, hours old. It's like, the best. It's yeah. I I was confused about. It. I thought it was a joke. First of all, I, I thought didn't know it was, what was going on. Yeah, I was just like, okay. I'm still unsure. I'm, I'm still I also. I, I think unsure. all of us are a little unsure about what was happening. <laughs> yeah. It just was. Yeah, the tough questions for Brandon. We definitely could have been tougher. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, that was thing, a long time ago. At this point. Yeah. Um, I, and the thing about Brandon too is that I I could he can take it. Like I can ask him things, or I can I've called him out straight up on things, and yeah. he's been like, "Yep, you're right." So people, That's he's. Legit. Honest, it's so refreshing to have people be direct and honest. Like, I don't know if it's a... Listen, I avoid conflict all the time. Mm-hmm. But when someone asks me, my, my I'll tell them. Sure. It's tricky. So I really appreciate when people are direct and honest and go on... Tan- like, or, you know where they stand. Sure. And yeah. it's also a difficult thing to maneuver. Like, 
kind of navigate yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I felt Diplomacy that way. Diplomacy in general. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As like leaders in the industry. Yeah, you're like, just like, oh no, <laughs> what have we done? Yeah. Um, I mean, I felt that way when we talked about, um, when we interviewed Michael Dempster, but then also we participated with the roast of him oh, um, at Browder's <laughs> in the winter. I was there. Oh, were oh, you? Yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was good stuff. That was, that was Good stuff. I remember most of it. I remember most of it. I remember our person. It was so brutal. It was. I. You know what? It could have been more brutal. It could have been more, especially for us. I was. We were nice. We were nice. I. Well, I was ready for someone to. I was like. Dude, the night before, I was like going to my Instagram, and I was like, "Have I ever said anything stupid?" Like, oh, I did not do that. I, I knew done. I had. That and is I an was anxiety like, that I could not relate to yeah. until you just said that. Like, uh, yeah. knowing that I was going to get roasted, and like right? trying to go through my entire. And then they past. were so easy on us. I was almost like, "Go harder! Yeah. Really get at me!" Well, we did, yeah. yeah, I mean, we did also. I think most of the stuff they said were based on well, a my looks, which is hilarious because <laughs> you know I have a face for the radio. Um, <laughs> But it was mostly just like uh, I thought it was hilarious. It was funny. It was I, great. Oh yeah. But they could have they could have been meaner. Um, but the reason why I brought that up with Dempster is just like previous issues with labels that he had. And sure. before I interviewed him, I was like, I off mic, I was like, Hey man, is it cool if I bring this up if we talk about this? And he was like, Yeah, totally. And then I brought it up, and he owned up to it immediately. Was like, I fucked up in this way. Sorry, can we swear? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, Fuck, yeah. Have, we, like, have I, I not have done that? Sorry. This? I don't know. Um, Could you imagine if we couldn't? <laughs> um, and he was like, yeah, I mess up in these ways, and this is what I learned from it, and this is what I'm doing to do better. And I was just like, well, that was far beyond my expectations of what I that's expected legit. a white man yeah, to that's say. That's legit. <laughs> like, we had him on, too, and, like, did you know, we just wanted to talk about his beer. And, yeah. Uh, Great. Yeah. But, like, you know. Like we've we've had people on Dempster's probably the the most obvious one because he he publicly had a whole thing yeah but uh, he did yeah. but it's like hard to know how to approach that I am you know at least for us so far it's like hey like you've been involved in this thing how much do you want to talk about this yeah right. like yeah. obviously you you know Dempster's a great example because he actually learned and he came out publicly and was like yeah this was not what I thought it was meant to be and you know here's why here's what I didn't understand about this and yeah. he he like owned up to it immediately so it's legit mm-hmm. that he was able to like get on again and be like, yep, like that happened. Yeah. And and I think possibly even more important than someone doing that for like our own personal relationship is if it's being published, if it's media for other people to see that example being done to be like, it's totally. okay to own up to your shit and then publicly say, yeah, I fucked up, but this is what I'm doing to do better. I think that's so important to see because people are so like, prone to just being defensive, which is human nature. That's fine. Totally. Like we all do mm. it, but like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, like it's totally we true. need those examples of people showing us that you can do it and it's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. Like we're going to make mistakes, right? Yes, Especially like in this journey mm. of like, of so many journeys, so Lots of journeys. many journeys, but like if you're trying and like and you own up to your mistakes, like it's not about you all the time, mm-hmm. right? It's about the people yeah. you impacted, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And the people he impacted were the last people that should have been impacted, right? Right. right. So it's, they don't go through enough already. What was that? <laughs> they don't right. go through enough already. Yeah. So it's it's Jesus. it's great when we're able to be like, and I think I sometimes forget that we're up here in the Pacific Northwest that we're kind of in a bubble in it's some ways, bit, yeah. especially in oh, like yeah. major metropolitan areas that. And in this um, industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that totally. we, yeah. I mean, and we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. And 
you know, there's other parts of this country that yeah. is so much worse. It, yeah. it, like, you're right. It's so easy to forget. Like, I, I even just associate Washington State with Seattle because I'm just like, I just never leave the city. Um, <laughs> but it's like, oh, no, there's like so many other opinions and so many other thoughts. And it's like, OK, yeah, it's it's not this, but important to engage, important to see where other people are coming from, even if you don't agree with it, just to be like, but why? Dude, that's though? legit. Why that's though? legit. That, that's I hard, like, right? As so, as we were talking about, you know, uh, whack vibes and uh, all right selections. <laughs> <laughs> as as things like that devolve into just like people bringing up old shit to each other on the internet, mm-hmm. uh, which is oftentimes what happens, especially in the industry where we're all drinking all the time and making mistakes publicly. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. To, so like. I'm just going to shout her out, but Sarah Mormon, who's another badass woman in this industry, mm-hmm. uh, immediately st- put a stop to it and was like, hey, y'all, we all fuck up all the time. And as long as you're all like cool with the fact that people can change and grow and learn, then just shut the fuck up and quit being mean. Yeah. Yes. And I, that's like the sickest attitude to have around here. Yeah. And it's, yeah, man. Yeah, it just, Sam is amazing. Yeah, dude. Um, she, yeah. she gets it. She's... Yeah. Like the most legit. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like we kind of joke every time we just have like any public platform. This is like the, where the conversation goes. <laughs> it's what? like anything like social or political related. We're just like in. Got to get our word in about this. So like sorry to like <laughs> go off track on oh, what your outline was. But it's like it's <laughs> just always what we're trying to talk about. It still about. comes up, especially with like, yeah. you know, especially with uh, everything in Tennessee this year. Yeah, you're right. like, you guys were there. Yeah, man. It was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if, actually, we're going to take a super quick break. Great. But I'd love to hear about your guys' time down there, actually. Mm. If you feel like talking about it. Oh, for sure. Or we're we can keep it. it. We're open uh, books. Or we can keep the vibes good. <laughs> 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 the vibes are whack already, so we might as well keep it up. Uh, so yeah, stick around. We'll be right back. <laughs> hello, hello. This is Eric Hanberg of Channel 253 here with sound producer Doug. Hi. Hi, we are here to tell you about membership to Channel 253, and we're talking really fast because we know you want to get back to the podcast. That's exactly right. You get to be on the member Slack channel, which is really banging, and you get to listen to the members-only podcast off the record hosted by me. That's right. It's just $4 a month or $40 a year. Channel253.com slash membership. Thank you for listening. I hope you'll consider joining. Please check it out. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, super quick shout out to Doug Mackey, our wonderful producer. Well, hello, Doug. <laughs> What's up, Doug? Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who makes it sound wonderful every single week? Even uh, from the bathroom. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Channel 253. Uh, please go support that wonderful network of uh, wonderful podcasts. Uh, and stay connected to Tacoma. And uh, this will be out uh, after the event, but hopefully, you guys yeah. all got to attend. Uh, the uh, little podcast fest that we did this week. Um, sweet. Uh, we all have new beer, but we were talking about Kolsch because I have a nitro Kolsch in front of me. Mm-hmm. What is the problem with Kolsch? <laughs> Hashtag fuck Kolsch. Hashtag what fuck is Kolsch? the problem with Kolsch? What is the problem with Kolsch? <laughs> Why do we start doing it's not a nail. It's not a lager. <laughs> what is it? Um, this might be the hottest take ever on this podcast. I don't know. This I know. I know. I Kolsch is, has its place. Right? <laughs> and and For I think squares. I might argue that it might be one of the hardest beers uh, to make. I agree. That's okay. That's legit. Kolsch is hard. That's valid. Every, I feel like there's so many Kolsch's you get them and you're like, it's supposed to be delicate and beautiful like a crisp linen shirt. <laughs> it is like flabby, so like flabby. a garbage pail. 
And the thing is, is I don't feel the same hatred towards Kolsch. I don't hate. I never said hate. I know you did. I'm sorry. That was my bad. Yeah, don't hate. But but fuck Kolsch. It's just. It's hard. It's hard, and a lot of breweries don't do it great. Okay. I wonder, it's, because Kolsch has been around for a while. Like, there's, it's for historical, sure. right? Like, it yeah. has history. And then, it, I wonder, like, is that, is that how people are going to feel about cream ale? Like, American cream ale? Mm-hmm. Like, so the future? Who makes a cream ale, you know? I mean, more people, probably. At least it's more interesting than Kolsch. Just an American no, Kolsch, Kolsch right? is, I guess, okay, Pelican's I guess the problem is gold. I'm getting all sweaty while fucking <laughs> talking about Kolsch. I just I, I I've had so many great colches, mm-hmm. and then there's I guess maybe it's like one of those things where it's either wow chef's kiss or it's like uh oh yeah, yeah. So there's a big gap between the sh- the stuff that is like you know is really good and then the stuff that almost everybody else puts on their tap list because they need a colch line or something like that yeah like the it, gap between good and great is just enormous it yeah and like I don't mean I don't know I I feel it I guess I've never done like the whole experience of the, in the stanges and just like, you know, sure. doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I've never done that. And I think my opinion would easily be switched. Although that's something about It sounds me. like it would ruin all other cultures for you. Well, yeah. yeah. Actually, something we talk a lot about in our tastings and our classes is how much um, environment affects yes. how you experience something and how, like, if it's your first time having a beer and like you are not in a good place or you're hanging with people that you don't like, like it's probably going to taste bad, but if you are hanging out with your best friends and you're traveling or it's vacation, it's summertime in Seattle, whatever, like you could have the worst beer ever and it's still going to taste good to you. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just had this talk with somebody today. I was doing a, we were doing a, a, like a small event and uh, she's, she said that she always feels bad leaving beer in her glass, like if she doesn't like it or if she's done drinking. Yeah. And I was like, you should never feel bad about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just don't want to waste it. And I was like, if beer is the experience, not the liquid. So like, if it's the experience that you're not digging, leave the fucking liquid. Yes. Yes. It doesn't matter. That's actually a really good <laughs> metaphor, right? So yeah. what, would you, what would you pick? A fresh pint of celebration poured by Ken Grossman. Oh. Whew. Or a Kolsch poured by Arno from Fru and Colm. <laughs> <laughs> you know the answer to my this question. I mean, I, I mean Ken. Of course. Okay. I think, but although I've never, I've never had experienced never either Kong, one of so these. Like, well, and again, it's like weird. Like West Coast girlies grew up, grew up, but like have been around Sierra Nevada for so long. You know what? You know, like I'm, I'm gonna say Kolsch. Okay. Because I think that it's so a mind fuck in a way for me. It'd be like, wow, I'm actually in clone, right? Yeah. Like right. experiencing I'm this here thing. with the, you know, like the person, like the, the environment would switched up so much for me that like your beer could be not great. And if we're like having a great, it, it's still beer and you still made it for people to consume and like to enjoy and have fun. Like then yes, all for it. Let's keep this rolling. A fresh pint of celebration or another, another round of being roasted by Dempster. <laughs> <laughs> Another round of being roasted by Dempster. Yeah. Hands down. <laughs> yeah. How about uh, a fresh pint of celebration or a 10 a.m. walk to Walgreens and sweats and Birkenstops to buy a bottle of bullet bourbon? Oh, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to buy that bourbon. 
it was the height of COVID. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen. 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 That's when I was just freshly putting whiskey and coffee. Like, is the world ending? Fuck yeah. <laughs> you were you were doing the Lord's work. You had to do it. All right, that. one more. A fresh pint of celebration, or a little Ripper cocktail. A little Ripper cocktail from from Caitlin. What? Caitlin Brame from Yonder. Oh. Ron likes to go nardwar on people. It, yeah. It's very solid. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great episode, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that was fun. I don't know. Yeah. Both. Tough celebration. Both. Tough yes, celebration. Yes, celebration. Yes, and. Has to be celebration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, that I didn't answer celebration for any yeah. of them, so I think I have to say. It's like I think it's amazing <laughs> she makes uh, her ciders after her favorite cocktails. I think it's a very rad yeah. approach. Yeah. It's definitely something I haven't seen in cider before. Yeah. Yeah, and that I for, it's so funny because I like have like narcolepsy when it comes, or like just like amnesia when not narcolepsy. I'm just <laughs> I falling like, asleep. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, did I tell you guys that I have narcolepsy? <laughs> I have amnesia when it comes this to episodes. This about to get weird. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like they're more solid inside your brain well, you're, because because I have to edit them, and I don't. I'm just like. And then just, leave. <laughs> I mean, it's the same way. I feel that way when I bartend too. It's like you go, and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, eighty-six is herself. Just like, <laughs> if I, only I'm we could eighty-six ourselves. Know, right? That would actually be a very. Actually, I do. Th- I do that. I Irish exit. You do. I do. You, I know, you highly tell recommend me. it. You I tell it me also. that you're leaving, and then I cover for you. That is, I owe you a lot for that. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, she had to run. <laughs> Sorry, you know kids. Yes, yeah. Can't use the kids. That's a good excuse. <laughs> I mean, you can use it for a solid 18 years. No, I think Irish exiting is really smart. Like when you're over it, and you don't want to like you have, have another have beer. To. You don't have to do anything, but it's a great way just to leave. You can always when people just are drinking leave. I'm never going to feel bad for doing it again. No. no. <laughs> I know. Say, goodbye. say goodbye to the host, to one yeah. person. Say goodbye to one person and mm-hmm. say, hey, listen, I'm leaving. Bye. Just leave. Yeah, I feel like the only time that. it's inappropriate is like <laughs> a wedding. Like yeah. say goodbye to the, the people getting married. The people getting married and then leave. And say then. goodbye to one important person. Yes. <laughs> like an important so person. So it's like a mini People's Choice Awards. Okay, close your tab and then do that. Get out. Or don't and make sure the bartender gets the twenty percent. But yeah, that's yeah, also exactly. but you should be tipping twenty percent already. <laughs> yeah, twenty five percent, thirty percent, fifty. Soon we're gonna be lucky. <laughs> Second hottest tape. fifty percent. See if we can go for another one. Yeah. Uh, Shauna, you're up with the Washington Brewers Guild. Uh-huh. What is the state of that guild? How are they doing? Uh, so, great question. I'm new-ish, okay. right? So I started. In end of April, May essentially. So I'm learning still. Um, I think the state of the guild is in a um, crossroads. We're strong. We have strong membership. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be stronger. I think that there's a need for stronger communication and a need for a vision of the future. Mm Sure. How are they with small breweries? Uh, I've gotten a lot of feedback that there is a lack of understanding and movement for what small breweries need and want. Okay. And I also don't quite yet know what all those things are. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The bulk of our membership are people that make 750 barrels or less. Right. Yeah, right. And even those people, it's way less than that, right? Mm-hmm. So my goal right now is to meet 
with as many people as possible, members and non-members, and just be like, what do you want from the guild? What can the guild do to be better? How can we like strengthen our community, which feels like the one of the most important things, right? Seriously, because we've done incredible government affairs and legislation, right? We are very lucky to be in Washington State, yeah. right? We, right. I mean, there's a lot of things to work on, like you know, um, ship shipment out out of state, right? So breweries to do like shipment out of state. Um, that's a big one that I've been hearing, right? Mm-hmm. And so we have a we have a lot of work to do, right? Um. And I just want to know how to be better, right? And how to win people over. Like, come on, we're stronger together. Like, there's other things we can do to make this better. But right now, things legislatively are not horrible. And I feel like that's what you've been doing a really good job of so far is, I think, just because you're so personable, people feel uh, more willing to be vulnerable around you and be like, hey, these are actually my frustrations. Instead of having, like, a stuffy person come in and be like, so what is it that you need? You know, you're How like. How can we bring more synergy? Right. Like, yeah. Don't more say that How can I loop you in and you know, <laughs> ping you when I have an idea? Shitty corporate jargon. One more person ever says ping to me again. I, it's, <laughs> I'm ending it all. Dude, my husband says that. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but you're doing a really good job of like literally asking these people. Like, someone will be like, "Fuck the guild," and you're like, "Okay, so but why though?" And can you tell me what your frustration is? I say, is yeah, on? fuck the guild. <laughs> and but th- this is your guild. Yeah, exactly. It's right? for you. Like, yeah. we're, we're, yeah, so, like, you, you have to pay dues to mm-hmm. keep it alive. Totally. But I, it's just it's me and Daniel, it's two of us, like on staff, right? Mm-hmm. And the board of directors. But like, we, this is, I'm here literally for you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, let's do this. Like, right. how can we make Washington, like, Washington beer, craft beer? Mm-hmm the best beer in the nation, right? It's not a competition, but, like, let's... But let's fuck but, everybody but else up. I mean, like, also, side tangent to that, I think that Seattle and Washington as a whole kind of somehow slips under the radar when it comes to craft beer in the U.S., which is baffling to me. Again, maybe it's just because I've literally only lived in Washington, California. But, like, I'm like, we have such incredible beer in Seattle. And when I look at like national publications and see what people are talking about, it is never on the map. And I'm just like, why aren't people seeing this? We're low key sort of people. I guess so. Maybe we all just, we're all just in our bubble. Yeah. I mean, and that might be true. I've traveled. We talk about this a few times, but like I've traveled a lot and I've had beer around and like, it is. It's wild the uh, the concentration of high quality beer here, and it's yes. you know, and like, mm-hmm. it's it's part of why the industry is so strong in this area, why there's so many breweries, why we bring home so many medals from worldwide mm-hmm. and national competitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it does kind of feel like that sometimes. It's like like we have all, all the game changers. I feel like are right here, and like you guys talk to like two of them a year <laughs> and right. ask them what they're doing. <laughs> right, or like even just going to like festivals in other parts of the country or whatever, and yeah. then tasting through what the scene has. It's like, yeah, this is good, but I'm not blown away by anything. <laughs> where like I'm consistently blown away by breweries in Western Washington. And Eastern Washington, the whole Same. state of Washington. Yeah, yeah sorry. Spokane. I feel like I'm just, right again, now. I just. Yeah. Okay, you don't work for the guild, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> my, essentially, my radius is like Bellingham to Tacoma, and that's like all I do. It's a rod. Uh, it is a rod, thank you. Before we wrap stuff up, 
We, uh, we need some fuck up stories. Mm. Some what stories? Some fuck up stories. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so what exactly does that entail? What do you mean? So uh, any near death uh, experiences in the industry, <laughs> yeah. which for some reason just comes up every other time. Right. Uh, but yeah, mm. I mean, we've all we've all had them. This industry is weird. It's high highs and low lows. That's true. Uh, and oftentimes we just try to cap an episode off with a low low. That's always the best way to end everything, right? Totally. Hashtag, um, green, green. <laughs> hashtag near death. Um, wow. I've never been near death, but I've That's definitely good. been, I'm trying to, I've definitely hurt myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't work in production, so it's like I'm uh, far away from the dangerous stuff, except really only when it comes to cleaning lines. That's the closest I am to any chemicals, which I feel like the one time I got a little bit of caustic on me, um, I immediately got called out because I wanted to use that as a learning opportunity. So I, I was starting to develop just a little burn and I <laughs> went on Instagram and started a video and grabbed a can of beer to oh pour God. over. And again, this is just, it's not severe, um, but pour beer over and was like, Hey, this is something you can do. If you have like an alkaline based caustic that is getting on your skin, beer neutralizes it. So like, this is what I'm doing right now to relieve this it's a scene pain. from Fight Club, just <laughs> accidentally. Yeah, just like, yeah. like. <laughs> and then I had someone call me out immediately, be like, uh, "So you like started an Instagram video instead of just like Fixing doing this? Yeah. <laughs> like what are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, it's sorry. called Seattle Beer School. <laughs> <laughs> trying to help you, idiots. I'm trying to help people. <laughs> Did you learn something great?" I mean, use I've this colch to put out your chemical burn. <laughs> it's the only right. useful thing yeah, to do with it. It's the only use for a colch. <laughs> so I feel like I'm going to have a near-death experience coming up like by the colch producers. They're going to be like, that motherfucker, Shauna. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're like a mafia, no, essentially. No. So I'm about to die. Sorry for fucking up your liaison position. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're like, sorry for... For everybody who produces Sorry that you're about to get murdered. I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've never almost died, but I've had weird, like, interactions, like, uh, across the bar, like, oh, bartending, sure. mm-hmm. where it's gotten a little scary. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Only when I worked at Teku Tavern, I had a really, really weird interaction that, yeah. like, was, like, you know when you get that feeling where, like, oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. This is... Yeah. This is... This is weird now. Th- it's about to escalate, Like, yeah. things are, are about to get... I need to... And it, I wasn't the only person there. It was just two of us, and it was not great. Ugh. And we both were like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And it was it was cool. Talked the man down from the ledge, but it was... Jeez. Oh, I think I know this. Yes. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to go into details, yeah. but it was... It was a, like a... Uh-oh, like you almost wish you had one of those buttons under the counter where you could like, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you couldn't move because of what the situation was. Oh, sure. Like, there may have been a weapon. Yeah, so it was yeah. just very like, all right, well, I'm going to just look at this person in the face and talk <laughs> as much as I can. And they eventually left and it was fine. But yeah. it was like, I, I, I thought it was totally not in your death. I experience. thought it was going to be totally near death. Could have been. There's a lot of TV stations right next door to you there. Yeah. yeah it could have been like, I don't know. Like somehow have some sort of earpiece. Just like maybe like yeah. to Cairo 7. Cause I'm connected to Cairo 7. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like when it comes to the, concept of a fuck up story I mean as a bartender and a server I've fucked up plenty of times but nothing that's really notable I've fucked up that's good I've fucked up not in like a uh, physical way but I've fucked up in like other ways like you know what? like said like you know, said the wrong thing or like sure didn't do like I wasn't as good I wasn't as like a 
as good of a helper as I could have been, or like, you know what I mean? I could have been a better mm, person. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't think that's a fuck up. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? That's just aspirational. Like, I feel like I would have rather fuck up and hurt myself than like not be available for someone who needs something. I don't know. It's probably the nicest response they've ever had from this. I just not like I would. (laughs) That sounds like the weight of an empath. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yes. Um, I have a kind of fuck up story, but it's kind of more of like a a moral, I guess. Like, and this doesn't have to do with like production or anything like funny, really. But I feel like I learned a really good lesson about not putting a business before yourself. And I'm not talking about Seattle Beer School. Um, but I've definitely been in a position where I kind of put myself fully into a brewery when that brewery didn't have my best interests in mind. And I kind of was like, no, I'm going to rep this and I'm going to go hard for it. And I kind of like drank the Kool-Aid a little bit and then stepping away from it. I was like, what was that all for? Because I wasn't treated the way I should have been treated. I wasn't loved the way that I put love into that. And it really made me realize, like, listen, it's still a business, man. And I was just kind of a cog in the machine. And I was a really strong cog, but a cog nonetheless. So I think, like, when I think about my overall experience in the beer industry, my fuck up was putting too much trust or too much love into something that was never going to give it back to me. And just knowing, like, hey, don't just don't make your personality a business you work for, because at the end of the day, a lot of times, those people are just trying to get their money, and they're going to replace you immediately if you're not fitting into what they want it to be. That's fair. Yeah. That's probably a fuck-up that a lot of people have been through. <laughs> right, and, like, not to, like, shame anyone who's been in that position. I think a lot of us have been there. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, but, like, Myself for me, it. yeah, like, looking back on it, I'm just like, uh, and I was also just younger and just less experienced. It's probably a stepping stone to like maturing as like a you know, yes. professional in any industry, but for sure you learn that shit real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Grit and grainers email us at cheers at grit and grain podcast.com with your comments, opinions and theme suggestions for the Seattle beer schools. You're in prom such as phenolic fever, glycol, a go-go glitz and Grossman. <laughs> Wish upon a sparge. <laughs> and a junk to remember. <laughs> Tonight's dream, tomorrow's diacetyl. <laughs> Enchantment under the grousing foam. <laughs> under the sea and under attenuated. <laughs> and of course, Saccharomyces in Paris. We read and drink everything we receive and we try to respond as quickly as we can. <laughs> if not online, then on air. If you, you can subscribe to Grit Grant on Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Also, check us out on Channel 253 and com. Douglas. <laughs> Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for episode notes, beer news, and year-end responses to listener letters such as, To Robbie P., the more you know with Matt and Ron is not as good as mashing in the news with Matt and Ron. <laughs> To Jason C., what? A defense of rogue voodoo donut maple ale? Really now. Necessarily (laughs) evils are still evils, friend. To Margaret F., the sanity question all depends on our timing and if we have sufficient enough of uh, barley wine. (laughs) Uh, To Susan E., the merch really is coming soon. We mean it this time. Soon, really. Sorry. To Randy C., a stack of craft singles, a sixer of Bud, Budweiser Select, and a pack of Swisher Sweets. Take us now, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> to Josh D., D., we are over the hops 
hops and beers can help you get a better tan thing. But we're really always intrigued by new theories that upset old theories, resulting in theoretical speculations that nothing... Theoretical speculations that nothing is ever seems at any given moment. Theoretically. There you go. (laughs) Nailed it. To Joan S. Yes, the show... The show... The show us... Oh, my God. (laughs) Barley wine. Episode 52. (laughs) To Joan H. Yes, show us the tape. And not the one featuring the nips are blasting margarine thing. We already own that one. If this podcast is not what you expected, uh, please alter your expectations. (laughs) What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off at the Seattle Beer School? Bye, son. No such thing as a bad thing to visit Tacoma. No such thing as too much barley wine. Tune in next Friday for more sweet chatter. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us at Grit and Grain Podcast wherever you get your social media and catch new episodes every Friday. Cheers. Channel 253 is a member-supported podcast network. I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I'm asking you to become a member and show your support. Go to channel253.com slash membership to join. Thank you. Grit and Grain is part of the Channel 253 Podcast Network. Check out our other shows. Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Move to Tacoma, Crossing Division, Citizen Tacoma, What Say You, We Are Tacoma, Flounders B-Team, and Taco Man. This is Channel 253.